So when the Nightingale hospitals were yes. being put up, yeah. a lot of our trunking, because the, the bio yeah. um, antimicrobial trunking was, was used for that. When they were then dismantled, yeah. we actually were able to take back all that trunking uh-huh. and reprocess it. Hello and welcome to another CEF Tech Talking Podcast. Dave, what do you know about trunking? Um, they're grey. <laughs> they eat... What do they eat? Coconuts? No. <laughs> <laughs> you well, caught me up with that one. I can't got, remember what elephants do. We've got some experts. <laughs> so experts. experts in the room. Here we go. We're joined today with the amazing guys over at Marshall Tuflex. For the recording here, name, rank and number, please. <laughs> oh, uh, Jeremy Dodge. Uh, I look after marketing and commercial services. Okay. Um, Barry Roberts, I'm the National Specification Manager for Marshall Tuflex. Now, whereabouts are Marshall Tuflex based in, Jeremy? We are down on the south coast in Hastings, East Sussex. Right, so all the way down there. So um, we're nowhere near Hastings today, are we? Yeah, we're some <laughs> distance away. And, and by the way, our location today, if oh, you're yeah. watching on the YouTube channel, is, is glamorous, quite exotic, really. Yes, we've got a nice garden out there with statues, Romanesque yeah. statues. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's worth we're, a three and a half hour journey. Yeah, <laughs> but it's three and a half hours from Hastings. That's the critical point. Yeah, yeah, we weren't meant to be here. So we were meant to be in another part of this hotel. But there was a, a slight flood yesterday, God, wasn't yesterday. Which meant... <laughs> a downpour that needed room. lots and lots of uh, guttering. Yeah, yes. yeah, we needed lots. But we're here. Nonetheless, we are here, joined by you guys that have taken the time to come and see us and talk about the amazing processes that you guys do over at Marshall Tufflex. Because you've been around for quite a few years, haven't you, you guys? Yeah, uh, this year is our, oh God, I've got to get this right now, 81st year. Um, we yeah, founded in 1942. So yeah. Always based down there? No, we started in London. Uh, and in 1957, we'd outgrown our premises in London. And the founder and chairman at the time had a number of options. He had six daughters. So they decided the option was we're going to go and live by the sea, Dad. Yeah. So we moved to Hastings yeah. uh, and been there ever since. Oh, great. Sounds like a good enough reason, doesn't it? And, and what was the, the genesis of the company? There's always something, a product, something that's made that starts the whole thing rolling. What was it? Yeah, oh, well, for us, in 1942, it was in the middle of the World War II. So yeah. uh, raw materials in short supply. Yeah. Our founder, Harold Circuit, was a bit of an engineer. Great name. And yeah, Great name for an yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and um, he he heard of this new found development PVC, started experimenting with a very uh, crude extruder. So the same goes on his kitchen table, ironically. Um, mastered the art, started producing bits of plastic extrusion. Uh, really for anyone that wanted bits of plastic extrusion for whatever application. So he would make for other people initially. And it wasn't and then until the very early 1970s, uh, he was a very religious man, devout Roman Catholic. For a connection at the church, he bumped into an electrical wholesaler, showed him around the factory, and the electrical wholesaler picked up what was a bit of round plumbing tube we were making at the time and said, oh, I see you do electrical conduit. Do you want to give me a price? Our chairman said, What's electrical conduit? <laughs> Two weeks later, we're in the cable management market. Amazing. And that was the early Amazing. 70s. Yeah. And the, all the other stuff gradually drifted away. Uh, in, the, in the 80s, we got into Windows. We were making uh, window profiles. Um, but we exited that uh, in the early 2000s. And in the 90s, we got into rainwater guttering. Um, and we're making guttering and so on for a number of years. But we exited that uh, again, sort of mid, mid-2000s. 
And now it's all about trunking, dado trunking, and profiles management. and cable managers. Now, I must admit here, now, MT2, MT2, that was it for me. So I used to install that. That was that was part of my apprenticeship. I was told, you've got to go get this from the stores, get that from the stores. So I know it very well. Especially, I never worked out though, Dave. No matter how many jobs I did, I always had lid over the top. <laughs> on and above what I required <laughs> loads of lid and no bottom to go with it <laughs> now you guys make it down there we distribute it all across the UK as well loads of people are using this and you've refined the processes so starting off at the kitchen worktop it's been refined no end now and we were just talking before we came onto recording here about how the processes have changed now and you've got some bits and bobs to show us because what you're currently doing now is quite revolutionary isn't it yeah, uh, we started experimenting back in the the sort of the mid nineties um, because at the time we were doing the window profile, um, there's a fair amount of uh, scrap from that process, and we're rather than sending it off and and not really knowing what happens to it and a lot of waste, we started to think, well, maybe we can reprocess this material, um, and we just started experimenting. And um, initially, we, you know, put 5% in with 95% virgin, yeah. uh, do it, dose it online, reasonably successful. Um, what thing, one of the things we learned fairly early on was the material needs to be quite clean. So okay. as you can imagine, if, depending on where the um, scrap has come from in the process, because um, we use all window scrap. So our product, uh, our, our recycled material is 95% recycled windows. So as you can imagine, there's, there's recycled windows and there are recycled windows. If you can get the post fabricator scrap, which is, um, from a window fabricator who's cutting up window profile to make windows, then his, it's a relatively clean material and we can regrind that, make it into chips, um, and put it back to the machines. If we're getting, uh, what's a reclaimed window, which has had glass in it, rubber gasket, metal reinforcing, that's a lot more of a different animal, requires a lot more cleaning and a few few more processes to go to. But so ultimately, you can you've got it. a couple of bags in front of us. Yeah. Bags. So he came yeah. here with bags of white it, stuff. It, white well. okay. You didn't bring this through an airport, did you? <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> and now for those that are watching, this is what the guys are, are talking about. This is the, the chipping. So this is a six mil chip you were talking about, isn't it? And that's from a dirty... Yes, yeah, so, window is it? Yes, yeah, so that's typically what we uh, we get. Now we can we can use that, but it's a bit more limited what we can use it in because um, our extrusion machines and the tooling that goes with them um, is quite precision engineered stuff. So it's quite delicate. It, it can be a bit choosy about the material. It Does uses. that PVC melt at the original temperature? Does it stay the same material? Even yeah, you, worn you, and used. You can it. recycle and recycle can and you? recycle, and the properties okay. remain the same. The other thing with it, with it being a window based formulation, because windows have to have much higher weathering and yeah. durability, uh, the formula, the PVC formula used in a window, is typically a much higher grade than the formula used in a bit of cable management because oh. cable management is typically internal yeah 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 i'll get that yeah, yeah. but that's a, as you say inconsistent in terms of color so you've now got some little pellets that are literally like pills aren't they yeah so these ones here uh, these have been through an extra process you were saying haven't they yes so so typically the chip we buy in and it comes in in that format um we can then in some cases process that through the machines or we put it through what we have an in-house process which effectively is we call it compounding and what that does is, A, takes out further impurities. 
So it gives us a nice clean PVC based material, yep. but also gives us a regular sized chip as well, which means that it, it makes it easier to flow through our machines and we get a better quality product at the end of it. And we're able to have much better control over the color of the end result as well, which is obviously very important for products that are, are visual. Yeah, now we do, now we do get to, now, did you know that white's not always white? Though? Absolutely, I know white's not white. Yeah, there's, a, <laughs> there's a million whites. You've really got to look at a color card for yeah, yeah. Dulux or something. Yeah, though. I know. So all the different whites, and, and I know that as being a, a Sparks and, and I had one client that said to me, look, your job's absolutely fine. It's all working. It does what it does, but the socket doesn't match the white of the trunk in. Mm-hmm. And they, some clients do get stroppy, don't yeah. they? They do really want white to be white. So you guys have to make sure that white is white and you have to do that by adding a number of additives. And I white suppose, stays yeah. consistently white. That's true. Your, your yeah, white yeah, yeah. Your white, white is yeah. always your white, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. the one. And, and you get that, that's a, a similar uh, conundrum to, to deal with whether it's virgin or recycled. Yeah. It's just it, the, the band's a bit wider with recycled because you can get a much broader range of, of whites, as you say. Barry, when it comes to selling yeah. stuff nowadays, presumably this recyclability is really a key point for you, isn't it? It is, yeah. I mean, from a specification point of view, um, when we talk to consultants, and, and architects and designers, it really does tick the box. Um, and then obviously when it, uh, contractors are, are doing their pre-qualifications to get on the tender list, um, yeah, they have to right, show yeah. their, their green element as well. So we're ticking all the boxes at early stages. Um, it then goes through the tender stage and post-tender. And then when they have a post-tender interview, they'll be sort of talking sustainability and recycling. Um, we then have to then sort of probably police that from there on because it, it then gets into the system and the buyers and it's, you know, what's the price and yeah. is there anything to your valued engineering? Um, I think the last 18 months it's um, got better from that point of view because the uh, management contractors now are saying to their subcontractors that, you know, you've got to have a roadmap in place of, of what your sustainability and recycling is. Yeah. Um, so that that has come a lot easier where it hasn't sort of fizzled out along along the line. Well, we've seen that here at CEF. So we, we're going through a journey ourselves with EcoVardis. That's right. Yeah. So is that something you've been involved with as well, is it? So, yeah, we're silver, I think. So for those of you that are listening... Um, EcoVardis is a system where you input all of your how you do things, where you process things from, where you collect things from. You put all of that into this system, and it scores you. And you've you've got yourselves a silver. A silver. Yeah, so yeah. that again, part of the tendering process, you would advertise the fact that you've got that. Silver. Yeah, so, and, it, and it helps when you're tendering. So the ma- major contractors that are out there um, could easily choose you as one of the partners, supply partners, and again choose CEF. We've also got our scores put the two scores together you start to then get a project yeah, and that's okay. where Barry I suppose mm. that's where you're coming isn't it you're, yeah, you're starting to yeah. help add, add value that way yeah I mean the consultants love it as you can imagine yeah. and um, the sustainability managers of, of the large contractors because yeah. they've all got sustainability they have done, yeah. it wasn't uh, a job a few years ago it wasn't was it? a job a few years ago <laughs> they, they've, all, they've all got they've sustainability all got one, managers <laughs> now um, but I mean our, our aim really it would be nice to see in, in specifications that they're there'd be a minimum of 50% recycled material in, yeah, in PVC. I think it's going to come, isn't it? I mean, that's um, yeah. definitely the direction. And that's going. that's what we're heading for. Really. So what are you now then? So you're saying 50%, so that 50% of this stuff that's in there is going back into the new conduit trunking stuff that is coming out. What are you running at at the moment? 
Uh, well, last month we were just under 75% recycled wow. content um, over our four months production. And you say that's <clears> a, as a, a, that for that month, does it peak and trough? Does yeah. It, and what's that reliant upon? Yeah, uh, availability material oh, okay, right. um, is, is an issue. And then the quality of that. So we... We might get a lot of material, yeah. but we might have to reject some of it. Got you. Um, oh. But uh, largely, we're consistently above 60. I mean, last year's average across the year was 60, I think it's about 68, 69%. Wow. Uh, which, which actually that's a little bit disappointing quite, for us. That's an interesting thought. We might run out of recyclable material. <laughs> We've recycled it all. We've been too good at recycling. Yeah, potentially. You're talking about windows now, but are there other areas you're looking at? Are there other things you could grab? Yeah, because, I mean, the point you make is valid. Um, you know, is there an indefinite supply for us? Maybe not. Um, and there may be other applications that it could be used for as well. So we're constantly looking at opportunities um, and setting up a, a robust supply chain because that's the other thing is uh, with the greatest respect to the recycled market, it's a little bit still sort of scrap merchant, oh, um, yeah. that sort of end. Of, it's becoming a lot more sophisticated. And indeed, some of the companies we're now dealing with are pretty top-notch companies and their quality control is excellent, yeah. um, which is where sort of this came from because we couldn't live with, with yeah. that. Yeah. Um, because That's the inconsistencies the, the, and the problems it was causing in production. Stuff. Yeah, the dirtiest yeah. stuff was really... Purely on an economic is it does it turn out to be a beneficial thing economically or does it cost you to actually go down this road? Um, <laughs> by putting, depending on how many processes you have to put it through, because obviously processes cost. Mm. Um, generally, um, recycled materials is, is a little bit cheaper than virgin materials. Oh, so the price of conduit is coming down then? No, because... Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, That's what I tell everyone. <laughs> in order to get then the colour consistency, oh, we then yeah. got to put bits yeah. back in in order yeah. to get that maintain that quality. Virgin and stuff, you have to mix it with virgin yeah. stuff still. So yeah, you're, you're absolutely. Doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, one, I mean, one of the points Barry was making earlier in terms of the demand for it, we're also seeing people asking about embodied carbon. So they're saying, you know, your products now for this building, we need to know the embodied carbon content. Oh, talk so, about embodied carbon, just yeah, to just, clarify, because that's, that's not a phrase I've heard. Actually. Okay, so that's effectively, um, it's a calculation which takes into account the amount of carbon that can be used from the um, the start of a product's life to the to the end of it, which from from raw materials... So, you know, digging the raw materials out of the this ground. This is the whole yeah. use of the carbon. Whole supply anything chain. that might involve carbon. Yeah. Then getting it to your factory, then you processing it, and then you moving it on, so on, so on. So um, there's a formula which SIBSI used, TM65. TM65, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which allows you to use that formula. You can then put in the weight of the product, the amount of material in there, and it will then tell you the amount of embodied carbon based on some other factors you put in your factory usage, you put in all sorts yeah. of bits of data. Uh, is that something, Barry, that you're finding specifications are asking for now? A lot now, yes. Really? Um, they're, they're, you know, I mean, a lot of the, the large projects now are asking for embodied carbon of, of your products. Um, and as I say, we've got that on the TM65, the Sibsi, yeah. for, for all of our products. So, yeah, again, that helps... With the process. Oh, imagine it. Imagine, it yeah, because if, yeah. if I'm a contractor scratching around for yeah. it, to know that you've got it. So if I'm a contractor, how do I get hold of that? Is it a pro- process of 
visiting your website or giving you guys a ring, it, it, working with you? What's what's the best way of getting hold of that information? Yeah, I mean, give us a call. Give us yeah, a call, and we, we can submit. We, I mean, because there's so many different products. But if so, you'll, you'll find the uh, estimators now are tendering, and yeah. they, they're asking for that sometimes at tender stage. So yeah. they'll they'll either give technical a call or the specification she, guys a call. And you say technical? Is that a, a, a you've got a dedicated resource? Part, have you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they're going to help with stuff like help this. With stuff you, like that, yeah. you partner up with bigger projects with you and, and help them yeah yeah we suggestion. partner up with them and, and and help them with that and um as i say sustainability has become a big thing now you know all, all the large contractors now have got you know and and sometimes more than one sustainability person yeah yeah we've seen lots um, of I mean, we've just done that journey ourselves yeah so yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, we've, uh, as as we were saying on, on the, the 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 sort of the recycle percentages, we we have a list of all the different products with the different levels of recycled material within. So it grows a bit of confidence that we we are checking it. Um, so sort of mini would be different for mini trunking would be yeah. different from from dado trunking. Yes. Um, and we've also got a packaging charter as well, which um, shows all our packaging and the recycled element <laughs> of that because it's it's okay having you know your. Material materials recycled and then you wrap it up in, in a load of plastic it's not recycled yeah. so um yeah. we've we, we've sort of we're covering all bases and and it is going down well with the industry i can imagine it would yeah. do because yeah. these are problems that contractors are faced with every day if you're getting the bigger projects you, you get you get the front end stuff where you're sourcing it from, but also when it turns up on site, you've then got the problem of getting rid of the packaging. Yeah, you have. It sounds like you guys have got it pretty much sorted. Well, we're we're getting close. Uh, I mean, certainly we've we've even been in situations where so when the Nightingale hospitals were yes. being put up, yeah, a lot of our trunking because the the bio yeah. um, antimicrobial trunking was was used for that. When they were then dismantled, yeah, we actually were able to take back all that trunking oh. and reprocess it. Wow. So we're getting, we're moving to that um, sort of 100% cycle where we potentially can go into CES stores or whatever yeah. and collect material that's come, maybe come back, come back in. and reprocess yeah. it. Yeah, I know we've got a, we've got a waste recycling team as part of CEF, mm. part of the group, and I know that they're always looking for bits and bobs and what they can do to support contractors. And it gives you a certain feel good factor that the work you're doing, the product you make, the product you're making, is not actually affecting the planet as much as perhaps it was ten, fifteen years ago, and that's got to be a good feel for everybody working in the company as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. as you can imagine. Over the years, plastics had quite a dirty oh, bit, of a, bit of a hammering, and, yeah. and there's, there's a million different types of plastic. Mm. And, and yes, there are some plastics which are, are not so environmentally friendly. Mm. But uh, yeah, what we're doing, we're able to sort of stand up and be counted and say, yeah, we're doing our bit and, and trying to do, you know, trying to do better yeah, all the time. Well, this is an example of that. You've been quite open and honest in the podcast here. I think the fact that the Marshall Tufflets guys are there to support and without a doubt screaming and shouting about your green credentials makes it so much easier for the guys listening to this. Yeah. And if you come into live which is in a few weeks from when recording. Yeah. It's gone by the time you hear this, I know. But there's going to be a, a handout which is made of recycled plastic. <laughs> our, our, our managing director is obsessed with, with this. We use this white plastic strip just to get the colour color right. So it's a colour test right. to make sure the materials, and we measure the colour of that plastic strip. And he was looking at this one day and saying, well, I've got a great application for those. So we set up a printer, not... 100% sure of the, the level of accuracy, <laughs> but, but we now have a, a 30 centimetre Marshall Tuflex 100% recycled ruler. Uh, the, it, hold on, this is a, a 
30 centimetre ish. Yeah, it's near enough. But you wouldn't want to be too clinical with that, would you? That, but, uh, it's a nice gesture. You can draw a straight line. But you're good. giving these out, aren't you? We are giving those you're out, giving at, these the out yeah, at the show. You're giving these out at the show. So, CF Live, apart from it being an absolute dynamic couple of days, mm. you can get yourself one of these as well. You can get yourself a Marshall <laughs> Complex reassuringly recycled ruler. <laughs> every, every sparky should have one. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. Thank you very much for your time. We really That's appreciate it. It's great yeah. to know that you're you're so looking forward about what you can do to help contractors because they need the help, don't they? The Sparkies Absolutely. are getting all the questions thrown at them and you guys have got a lot of the answers. So thank you very much for doing that. And thank you for joining us today. And thank you for listening to another CEF Tech Talking podcast. Before you go, click that subscribe button or share it and like it with others because there's more to come uh, on these Tech Talking podcasts. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers.